Hi, I'm Rachel. And I'm Emma. And we are the Steministas. We educate the public about science and the news. And the ethical implications of new science findings. Welcome back to Steministas. We are so glad to be back in your ears and talking with you about science in the news and in your daily life. As you know, if you've already listened to our Where We Are episode, going forward on Steministas, we'll be releasing two seasons a year surrounding a central theme. And for the first several seasons, we will be covering different organ systems. Emma, would you like the honor of revealing our first season's theme? Sure. For this first season, we're going to be delving into dun, 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 the <laughs> cardiovascular system. So you may wonder what all this body system consists of. So now we're going to introduce you to the main players of the cardiovascular system and share our episode schedule so you can get excited about our lineup. Most of you are pretty familiar with the heart which is a very important player in the cardiovascular system. It may be the only player you really know just because it's what's talked about the most. We're going to refer to the heart as pumper boy because the heart pumps a lot of blood throughout our body. It's estimated to pump over 2,000 gallons of blood around our body per day. That is a huge amount. Like, I've tried to wrap my head around 2,000 gallons, like that volume. It's 2,000 milk jugs. The, my only comparison is like flushing a toilet is two gallons, right? It's like t- flushing a toilet like a hundred times. <laughs> that is so much. <laughs> That's hard work. So the second player of the cardiovascular system is something we've already mentioned. Blood, a.k.a. the gin and juice of our body. Blood is critical for transporting nutrients to every organ in the body, as well as oxygen, which is important for the body to function properly. And the last part of the cardiovascular system that we'll cover are the blood vessels. So these guys are not mentioned as much, but they kind of act as slip and slides for blood transportation. And as we'll talk about later in the season, blood vessels can really affect the ability of blood to flow. We'll go into more details about the cardiovascular system throughout the season, but for now, we wanted to start you off with some fun facts about the cardiovascular system to get you excited for the rest of the season. So let's start with the heart. We all know the heart has been associated with love and even strong emotions, dating back to ancient Egyptian and Roman times. This association still impacts us in the present day. It shows up in song lyrics, logos, and even emojis. But did you know the heart is why spouses in most Western countries wear their wedding rings on their left ring finger? Ancient Romans believed there was a vein connecting the left fourth finger straight to the heart, and they called it the vena amoris. Even though the anatomy was incorrect, the idea caught on, and it became a tradition in England to place wedding rings on this finger, which was believed to be more closely connected to the heart. So any of you skeptics out there, if you ever get on somebody for being superstitious, if you participate in this tradition, technically you are too. (laughs) You're just a little bit stitious. (laughs) Now on to some facts about blood. According to the Red Cross, the average person has between 1.2 and 1.5 gallons, or about 5 liters, of blood. This is approximately 10% of a person's body weight. That is so much blood in the body. I know. Like 10% of the body weight. It's doing important things. 
And last but not least are veins and arteries. Physicians followed an incorrect model of how veins and arteries were arranged from the 2nd century all the way up until the 1600s. Galen of Pergamon, a Greek philosopher and physician, correctly deduced that veins and arteries serve two separate purposes, but he thought they were two completely separate systems, with blood originating in the liver, not in the heart. We hope that information gave you an appreciation for the circulatory system and maybe even inspired some questions, so now we'll delve into our episode lineup for this season. This season on the cardiovascular system will span five episodes plus this teaser episode. Next episode, we will give a large overview and background on the cardiovascular system and get into some of the more specifics about the heart, blood, and blood vessels. Then we'll talk about blood types, what they are, how they work, and we'll also throw some science and the news into the mix because we'll talk about blood type diets, which are making their way around the internet currently. That just makes me think of vampires. (laughs) I hope it's not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Eat garlic all the time. (laughs) The heart is extremely important for daily function and also exercise, so we will devote an episode to talking about how the heart is an organ that undergoes mechanical stress and how important exercise is for the heart. On that episode, we'll be interviewing Candace Thomas, who's about to graduate from UNC Chapel Hill with a PhD in genetics and molecular biology. Candace has done some amazing work on the mechanical properties of the heart. We're excited for her to share some of her research with you. And our last two episodes will focus on the cardiovascular system and disease. We'll discuss heart disease because it's the leading cause of death in the U.S., Then we'll wrap up the season with the impact of COVID on the cardiovascular system, and we're planning to have a guest on for that podcast as well. And in the meantime, we are happy to answer any questions you have as we go through this season, so please feel free to email us at steministas at gmail.com or contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Our handle is at steministaspod. (laughs) 